Welcome to the sit down with Pastor Tim. <laughs> Something we do on a weekly basis, but this time we press record. Um, so I've been wanting to sit down with you for a while. Uh, Thanks. And um, just just talk about the series. You know, we we briefly touch on them. You go so deep on Sunday mornings, um, but then there's times I know that. You know, you wish you could go back to, you wish mm. you could go deeper. Maybe there's some spots that you miss. Mm. Um, you talking about the last series? The last few series. I've been oh. wanting to do this. But now this one um, really uh, has permeated through the church of the hearts of people. Mm. It seemed to just touch a chord, hit a mm. chord with people. Mm. Um and our series this last month has been from trauma to testimony, from yeah. trauma to testimony. And um, so we're here sitting down, and I just wanted to ask you a few questions. Okay. I mean, uh, where did this come from? Because this is, this is not the topic you hear through mainstream. It's not the one everyone's looking through or finding. Mm. It's not this main popular message, but it's so important. Yeah. Um, what sparked it for you? Where did it come from? Um, I, I think uh, I think it, it was an I think it came from an accumulation of years of life, my own life, mm -hmm. and then in, and then in ministry um, connected to people in the ministry in the church world, friends outside of the church world, where they've gone through more than just trials and tests, but deep crucibles of life. Mm. And um, so out of my own experiences that, but at the first part of the year, when I was just trying to revisit some places in the Gospels, I read a, I read a passage that, um, you know, we've all read a million times where Jesus is looking out over the crowds and he uh, feels deep compassion for them. Mm because they're like sheep without a shepherd. And it just gra it grabbed me. It stopped me. And I felt like I needed to slow down. You know, it's the turn of the year, and a lot of times in the ministry, I, you can feel a pressure maybe you put on yourself, or you, you hear that other guys are going to announce this vision for the year, what yeah, God spoke into. Yeah, all that. Let's do it. Yeah. And, I, you know, the, I, that's great. Um, I felt something that was saying to me, maybe I was saying it to me or whatever, God, I don't know, slow down. There are people that can't move forward right now. They don't let you know, but I know, I want you to know, and I want you to address these issues of uh, pain and hurt that have, has people in, in, in a holding place. Yeah. Um, I just kind of felt like uh, God wanted to say to me, to us, I see you where you are, and I'm coming back to where you are, mm -hmm. and want you to know that I deeply know and care, and I want to take you by the hand, by the heart, and help you walk forward out of those things. So That's powerful, and it's inspiring. I know you always stress to us as a staff that know the conditions of your flock. Look out, see the condition of your flock. And it, for lack of a better word, it is a testimony to you praying and seeking for that because of the people's 
response you know what has what has the re- i mean what has the response been like from this series well uh, b- before before saying that you know i i i do pray i do read the bible i you know i've been doing this for a long time I, i'm one that i don't always feel like i'm the best at praying and navigating and hearing clearly i sh- some, sometimes you you don't think you are and God uses you and other times you think you are and you go, I hit a ground ball to short. Nothing happened with that. Um, you know, so I don't understand the ways of all that. But um, I, I, I just... Uh, why, why did it? Why did it register? I think it's something for us to to really take a take a take a look at. It really registered that mm-hmm. whether we've heard God, you know, I've never heard God audibly, but um, God is speaking through this. Mm-hmm. Look, you know, you say know the condition of your flock. Mm-hmm. That's a passage from one of the proverbs that always has been something that God has reminded me of. I I I, I can't say that through any part of my journey that I've been an expert on knowing the condition of his flock. But um, uh, we, need to be in, we need to be intentional about seeking to know. Uh, the heart of Jesus for the flock is the most important thing to know. But then know people. And there's only a level that you can know. I mean, if you have 50 people in your group or whatever, if you've got uh, 500, it, it's, it's, it's more complicated to know people. Mm-hmm. So, um, but, but it, with, with a multi-level staff, uh, everybody needs to be a part of that, mm-hmm. you know? So, um, yeah. yeah. And so I guess I'll bring back to that point where you saw that Jesus looked out and he saw that the people were helpless, mm-hmm. like, Sheep without a shepherd. Yeah. And then then he lists that very well-known popular verse about the harvest is plentiful. It's in that context. Yes. But the workers, workers are few. Are, are few. Yeah. Yeah. Um, don't you feel that? I mean, even even with um, with great team members, um, people that care. You know, we're blessed to have a very caring community people at LOH. Thank the Lord, huh? Um, can't take credit for uh, yourself, or I can't either. Uh, people are out there caring and making a difference, but, um, but even Jesus said it. And he's basically saying, I can't reach everybody. Hmm. And, and that's the part that, that uh, for, for all of us, that is that you realize, don't you feel sometimes, oh, if we just, we could, yeah. right? Um, but it's great to know that, not to be cliche, but your loaves and fish, right? Um, we always feel like we're, we're inadequate. But, but what I've seen through this was, you know, I didn't like see a vision. I didn't feel like this warm blankety thing hit me at the beginning of the year. I just, but I felt a real, like, I, I got to go down this road. I got to unpack it. I got to dig in myself as I, and I write my messages out. But as I did, I just, as I did, I just started feeling for these unknowns. 
yeah. watching, uh, attending. But then the unknowns come to be known because I, I rec I've received so many responses uh, through social media, private messages, uh, through people slipping notes under my office door. Mm -hmm. This was for me, uh, but let me tell you a little bit of my story. And, and in the story, you're just like, gosh, that's my story. Wow. Um, and then you think, how many stories of that? And not just people uh, in the congregation, but people in the ministry. Mm. Um, yeah. What were some things, as you look back over it, if you can? I know it's, there's been so much, like you write your messages down. There's so much in there. You look back over the last four messages. They should have Maybe been. there's something that you could point out to us, remind us, or my 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 fault has always been in 30 years that um, when if I do a four week series, it that's probably should be a 40 week series, or my one <laughs> mess up. my one yeah. message should be five message. Yeah, you know, uh -huh. I always overload, and I, I never have been good at knowing how to uh, the number. You've of done this for a while. For those listening, how long you preached for 30? Yeah. 30, thir 32 years. <laughs> yeah, thank God. The, thank God a lot of the early ones are gone. No one will ever find them. Yeah, that's the... Uh, <laughs> no one will ever find them. Um, I, what was the question again? Was, How old am I? Like if, no. Not if you look back, maybe a point or something you didn't even talk about. Oh, jeez. Well, I always, I always feel like I left something out. Mm -hmm. But then people are out there going, oh my gosh, how many more points do we have? Um, I always feel like I left something out or could have said it better, could have said it more clearly. Um, I think what I'd really like to drill down on, because I, I, I really wonder if we totally grasp how deeply tender Jesus wants to be to us. Mm. You know, I just, it's a, we, I feel like sometimes we feel like we've got to balance that out. If, you know, if we talk about, you know, Jesus being tender, it's like, and I've, I've been in this camp before, and maybe people listening have been that way, or they hear me talk, they think, yeah, but what about, what about, remember, he's not, he's not, look, everybody get in. Yeah, why do we always feel like we've got to steady the ark with that, you know? Um, man, I, I know the other parts. I know the, the severity and the kindness. I know all that. But I'm just saying, boy, there's a lot of times when you go through things that you never thought you would as a Christian, or you've been taught you'd never will as a Christian, and all these different camps and emphases and then when things happen that aren't supposed to and if you don't have an if you don't have a place to land your feet and I've found that drilling into the tenderness of Jesus wouldn't hurt us a little yeah uh, so you know boy I'd like to stay in there uh, the even come on the floor the Lord on the floor coming up like Simon to, oh you never yeah uh, you know if we're honest do do we do what is that pushback thing, mm -hmm. you know, uh, in the, you know, I've had it, others, where's that come from? Why? Um, <clears throat> what but, do you think that hinders us from? If we don't allow him. Two things in my life. Uh, we, 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 we don't cross the bridge from the doctrinal thing we believe and say we believe that Jesus loves me. This I know for the Bible tells me so. But if we truly accept that, it's, then, then I think it's Jesus loves me this I know, and it's not just the Bible that tells me so. I can feel it in my soul. That's a Michael Card uh, lyric, anybody. Uh, uh, and I, again, and I know I can trigger when you say it's not just the Bible. What do you mean it's not just the Bible? Oh, I know that. But it's in the Bible that Paul prays, 
I want you to know experientially, epigenosis, experientially know what you know. And I think that allowing Jesus to approach us, we, we, the tenderness toward us, and the second part of that is, I don't think we can really have the sympathy and empathy and even notice to the degree that Jesus looks out. He has to address his disciples who are right there, who are ready to go get lunch. Let's go get lunch. I feel for these people. Uh, I think when we allow him to be that to us, and we get real about our usness, it helps us to have that tenderness toward others. I'm not an expert on that. So where does where do you think this um, sort of denial? Com- it comes in and with that like well it's faith or is it denial or uh, you said something this past Sunday in your message on the way back to better Um, until we get out what's in us God can't put what he wants in us yeah I said that I I think I said that Um, I did Uh, (laughs) what's it mean I I, kind of think I mean it means more than what I'm I don't know how to uh, just what it is I mean uh, there's only so much room you have you know and if it's mm-hmm. and if it's like if it's cluttered um, if we have if we have picked up something that says that to admit weakness I'm I'm denying faith uh, or people won't think I am what I am or you know, uh, in a leader, you gotta pr- you gotta say that you gotta present to people that you know what you're doing. You know, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know what you're talking about. Which, yeah, uh, but if you show weakness, though, that might freak them out. I, I I get that in a certain context, but on the other side of it is, I, I feel like transparency uh, uh, breeds trust. Mm-hmm. Honesty brings trust. Paul, Paul is honest. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't trust Paul, right? I mean, he boasts in his weakness. Boasts right? in his weakness. But he didn't like go, hey, you know, here's my <laughs> pull the shower curtain back. He didn't yeah. do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, reality, faith and reality are not two different things, mm-hmm. in my view. Mm-hmm. Faith is a reasoning, trust in the reality of God, but not denying reality out of a fear that if I admit what I'm going through, God's going to go, well, he didn't talk in faith, Mm. so I was going to help him, but now I'm not. Mm. I'm waiting for him to say the magic words. I don't know where that stuff comes from, and I'm being Mm -hmm. uh, hyperbolic a little bit, but it's out there because because you see it. You get captured by it. Uh, People uh, don't know what, who can they say what to, you know. Uh, I... Goodness, I mean, there, there's this narrow road, and there's a ditch over here and a ditch over here, and it seems a lot of times we we're either over in this one or this one, and and there's a it's a grayish kind of thing. I don't know. Uh, that's just I just feel like in my life, uh, it's it's been very helpful for me uh, when I felt like I was the only one going through what I was going through, and are you are you're in the ministry even, and uh, hearing others that have been there. Gives you hope, yeah. Because you have Bible, and not to put, 
you have Bible verses, you, you have your books and all that. But when a real live person in the context of your world tells you a little bit of their journey, even if it doesn't help you get out of your stuff right then, you just, there's somebody that's up the road farther than me and they're still going. So I feel like I want to, I want us to be able to do that. And you got to make people feel like it's okay that they can do that. So you got to do, I have to do that. Yeah. Well, in the, I in the, and I think you pointed out too, like it's, it's a process. It's not necessarily some quick fix. Don't you wish you uh, could just pray a prayer and boom. Yeah. And so this last message that you had this past Sunday, um, on your way back to better, um, is very encouraging. But also real. I mean, I, I think I, that point, we'll have to go back to that point. You said something regarding the um, aware of the reality of God, but not denying the reality. Just now, you just said that. Yeah. It, you're aware of the reality of God, but not denying um, the reality. But so with that said... We're aware of the Lord. We, as the Bible says, we fix our eyes on the Lord. Now this process of healing, hmm. this on my way back to better, as you've inspired us to see it in that perspective, um, what, are, what are maybe some, some takeaways with that? I mean, some points that you've brought up uh, about the residue and the wreckage, about the tenderness of the Lord, about um, the intensity of my trauma is equal to the intensity of the passion that Jesus wants to be there um, with me. Uh, hesed, the loving kindness of the Lord. All of this that you've, you've touched on. Um, I, you know, I wish I would have said it I wish I would have said one of those things you said. I wish I would have said it better. Um, the intensity of our trauma is only exceeded. I should have said it that way. Is only exceeded by his intensity of his desire to attach to us and walk us through. It's not that it's equal. Uh, he's over. He, there's more weight on his intensity toward us than. That's what. That's the. That's the good news. The good news yeah. is because in the trauma of storm, uh, and you see that. You see that with uh, the demoniac, thousand whatever demons that he's fighting. When he when he comes to Jesus, I think there's an interaction between his his own sanity talking and demonic talking, uh, where he's like, you know, Jesus asks him, who who, who what's your name? Because he wants to know, am I talking to, I don't know what the guy's name was, but am I talking to John or am I talking to the demons, right? Mm -hmm. But there's this interaction there, like, are you here to torture me? Are you here? Uh, I, I, I think when you get into deep storms and deep trauma, and I don't mean that you're demonic, I don't mean that, but, but boy, the, the enemy wants to come big. When when you're that vulnerable, right? He's in for the kill then. So he's he's preaching all kinds of stuff to you and defining you and, and then we're trying to figure that out in the in the mm -hmm. in the fog and our plane's upside down, we think it's right side up. Um you, Again, I've said it, you don't know what God's like. Just like in Naomi's case, you know, mm -hmm. hey, my name means pleasant, but don't call me that, call me Mara. And then she says, because the Lord did this to me. I, I, left, I left out on this journey of, uh, in the God thing full, 
and came back empty. And the Lord did that to me. The Lord did that to me. Uh, And again, I I talked about at times we can be fixers and think we, oh, no, no, I got to run up here. Here, here's a book on the sovereignty. It'll explain this to you. We have to have that here. Here's the literature. How do you say it? The literature. Uh, And and I do it. We've done it, right? I got to find a sermon to help this person today. Man, you know, you, you, you see those people. Remember the videos of these pe- poor people that they survived the fall of the towers in New York City and they're walking up the street uh, covered in soot and here comes a, a journalist with a microphone and a camera. Sir, 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 can you tell me what's going on? They don't even know who they are. Mm. Many of those people, will, I don't remember a journalist. Come, when you're in trauma, mm. you're not... Even if someone gave you the, the hit it out of the park answer, you're not even there. Mm. So there's, there's timing involved. And most of the time for our own selves, it's too much time. I don't want to wait in the waiting room. How much more? How many more days? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, what I think God, he says, look, I don't have you on a time stamp. Or a time, I'm with you. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to let you get stuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll make tension-specific moments to move you and press you on and all that. But I'll never. I mean, I'll never leave you or forsake you. Some people that have been through, they'll, they'll be able to say, you know, that's true. Mm. That's even truer than you know. Hmm. Um, I like to drill down on that more. Yeah. Sorry, I'm taking too long. No, that's that's great. That's why we're sitting down. <laughs> um, just a couple of things as we're getting ready to um, kind of complete our talk today. Uh, if you're listening or watching, please let us know. Please comment, uh, like it, share it if it's been a blessing to you. Um, we want to know that it's helpful. That's why we're doing this. Sure. Um, so, just a, just a couple things uh, that as I was writing notes on, on Sunday, throw all your hopelessness towards the God of heaven. Throw all your hopelessness and the, stay in the fields of favor. Hmm. Stay with his wounded healing servants. Hmm. Um, and then, of course, a word that's been, I think, close to our house, the lighthouse of hope, and you has been Hesed, the loving kindness of the Lord. Deepest, most, Just, the deepest, most sacred, most beautiful thought in the whole Bible hmm. uh, is that theme uh, that goes so deep. It's, uh, I guess you could even describe if uh, the covenant loyalty of, of a love so deep that it can't even be explained, Paul. You know, when Paul says a love that surpasses knowledge, but you can know it in the spirit, uh, that is, I mean, it's what, it's what is in the heart of God to, to uh, reach out to, Abraham, to Adam after, uh, to clothe them, to all the way through everything that you seek, uh, even the loyalty of Jesus to his father to carry the cross and the loyal for the for his, for his father's heart, but also in his humanity towards the bondedness with human beings, he had to be made like us. That's Hesed. It's not just mercy. 
Uh, it's not just forgiveness. It's the it's the it's the motivation. It's the it's the motor in, in the heart of God to do all the things that He does. Mm-hmm. Actually, to be to get really you know to really jerk the the train here, His judgment and wrath on nations comes from Hesed. Uh, wow. And. Mm. It's the deepest, most richest thought. And if you miss it, if you miss, if we miss that, we miss everything. I, go and learn what this means. I desire hesed, not sacrifice. Hmm. Go and learn what this means. I mean, Paul's, Paul. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. And that's Paul says, though. Paul says to Timothy, uh, this young pastor, he goes, listen, wh- however we set this discipleship thing up, here's the goal of our teaching, love from a pure heart, a good conscience and a sincere faith. When you stray from that, you get into meaningless talk. So again, it's the theme, it's the thematic of this. This is the loyalty of God, the bond, the bond servant of the Lord, this doulos idea that I'm all in. It's not me all in in with you you all in with me and I'm responding back and I'm I'm velcroing to God in this in this in this Hesed thing but the, what's what's beautiful is what you see in Jesus is the Hesed is offered to the wretched the Hesed's offered to the broken the Hesed's offered to the w- wicked and not without of course oh, 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 they got to repent right oh yeah 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 be safe be, don't get nervous they yes that yes but it's the Hesed revealed yeah. that draws if he, if Jesus knew what kind of woman this was, he wouldn't let it. See, but it was Hesed that drew her. Yeah. So, I'll I'll finish with this last statement that you referenced, um, the Timothy Keller, because it the what? seemed to, the Timothy Keller quote oh. about God writing Himself in the story of broken lives. Right. Um, with that said, God writing himself in the story of our life, of Jeez. our situation, um, would you pray for people that hmm. they become aware of the embrace of the Lord in their broken Man. situation? That they, they know on this way back to better, it's not just something to be encouraged about, but where God wants to bring them and touch them and sure. be with them and um, just close it out with that. I, I, I would just say, first of all, people that have watched and listened that don't attend LOH, uh, you know, we've in all four weeks we've had more of you than have actually been in our services. So there's a lot of people out there that I don't even know you. Um, Dustin doesn't know you. We don't know you, but God does. Um, I would I would encourage you, and this is this is so hard. In the natural, I've been there. I don't like being there, but I have been. Um, it's so difficult in the natural to just throw all the hopelessness. When you have hope, it's easy to throw that toward God. But when it's hopeless, hmm. and it's hopeless, and then hopelessness, it's hard. Hmm. So I get that. I want you to know that if you feel like you can't, that doesn't hold him back. He's closer than you know, closer than you feel. He's all about you. So I encourage you to just say to God honestly, I need to let you in, but I'm scared to let you in. I've let people in. The reason I'm in this situation could be because I let somebody in. 
So with courage and honesty, somehow take your shoes off and let him wash your feet. Let him come up from below, not drop down from above. He is holy, but he also dwells with the, the oppressed and the breathless, the broken. He's attracted. He's the only one that can fix us. And so that's why he's attracted. He knows he can do it. He wants to. So I'm going to join you in the need of this prayer. So let's do it. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus and wonderful Holy Spirit for creating something beyond my words and our efforts that's, as Dustin said, has struck a chord with people and is personally ministering to them. I pray for whoever watches this, whoever has listened to the podcasts, watched the, uh, the last four uh, messages, uh, who, who may be feeling a, a, a new beginning, a new genesis in a life of uh, seemingly brokenness, aloneness, a, a stranger. I pray for them, with them. I'm one of them at times. That, as Paul said, beyond the knowledge in our mind, you would empower our spirit being to be able to make space and welcome the grace of Jesus. To come up close and near, to open our ears to, to hear tender words from the Lord. Tender words. God, you told us, comfort my people. Tell them their sins have been paid for, their warfare is over. I pray that you would give the eyes of our heart the ability to see, the ears of our spirit, the ability to hear, and the home of our heart to be able to welcome you in in the midst of our stuff. We welcome you in, Jesus, in the beautiful working power of the Holy Spirit to take our trauma and turn it into a testimony, a story, so others like us who have hope. So we pray that for everybody that's praying right now, thinking about praying, Touch them, visit them, love them, help them. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Well, thank you for joining us. Um, hope you were blessed and encouraged. Yeah. Until next time, we love you. Yes. And uh, we'll be praying for you. Talk to you soon.